Welcome to Global Business with Mahesh Joshi. We have a, a very interesting topic to discuss today with uh, two of the authors of a book called Kindness in Leadership. Both are intellectuals from Oxford. Once in a while, a book appears on the horizon which makes you think differently, which shakes you to your core and challenges everything around you. Kindness in Leadership is one of those books written by Gay Haskins and Lalit Johari, which opens your eyes to a crucial dimension of success for leaders in ruthless world of delivering performance as a measurement of success. This unexplored dimension of kindness leads to the ability of seeing eye to eye with your employees. It helps to build relationships and trust. And on top of it, it enables yourself or one to develop ability to forgive and show gratitude. Let me read the synopsis of the book before we get into the discussion with the authors about kindness in leadership. In a global climate of increasing complexity and uncertainty, there have been calls for a more responsible form of leadership in business and society. The relationship between kindness and leadership is therefore a topic of fundamental importance for our well-being as individuals, for the success of our organizations, and for the future of our global community. Kindness in Leadership is one of the first books to explore both the concept and practice of kindness in leadership and consider them in different societal and organizational settings. Its uniqueness lies in combining an innovative mix of personal views from leaders with explorations of organizational philosophies and practices. It actually opens with a definition of kindness and its contours and underpinnings. It then explores the importance of kindness within different organizations, parts of the world, economic strata, age group and genders, drawing on research on organizational compassion and neuroscience. In order to support learning, each chapter is supported by a series of questions for consideration discussions. This will be a stimulating and thought-provoking read for a wide audience of practicing managers, leaders in organizations of all shapes and sizes, for academics involved in educating, for leadership, and for students aspiring to develop their own kind of compassionate leadership style. The authors are Gay Haskins, uh, who is an associate fellow of the Said Business School, University of Oxford, Mike Thomas, who is a vice chancellor and prof- professor of organizational leadership and mental health, University of Central Lancashire, and Lalit Johari, who is a senior fellow in international business of the Said Business School, University of Oxford today. We have two of the authors in program with us, Gay Haskins and Lala Johari. Gay Haskins is an associate fellow of Said Business School, working particularly with international clients and programs. She has spent 11 years at London Business School as Director of External Relations and also before that as Associate Dean of Executive Education. She also seconded as Associate Dean to establish Executive Education at the famous Indian School of Business, which was established in part with London Business School, Kellogg and Wharton. She has also served in London Business School's governing body. Uh, Gay was Director General of the European Foundation for Management Development in Brussels. A key achievement during her tenure was the establishment of the now highly regarded China-Europe International Business School in Shanghai. Gay was the first woman to be appointed to this top-level European position. Earlier, Gay was director of the Economist Newspapers Conferences. Gay has an MBA with distinction from York University, Canada. She has co-authored various papers and reports on management development and corporate social responsibility. She is a founding member of European Women's Management Development Network. She was awarded the 1995 prize of the Swain Nelson Memorial Fund in Sweden in recognition of her contribution to management development. She is a member of the Royal Society of Arts. She has also served on the UK Armed Forces pay review body at the invitation of the Prime Minister. And the other guest tonight, the other author, Dr. Lalit Jori, who is with us today, is a senior fellow in international business 
and the director of the Oxford Advanced Management and Leadership Program at University of Oxford. His areas of expertise include strategy and leadership in international businesses, alliances, including public sector, oh, sorry, public-private partnerships, public policy, and institutional reforms in emerging markets. Uh, his recent research focuses on building and sustaining sources of competitiveness in industries in the context of emerging markets. Lalita has extensive expertise in emerging markets, consulting with leading businesses and governments, and assisting Western business leaders in developing strategies for tapping into these markets. Lalita has taught at leading business schools and academics in Europe, Asia, including London Business School, China Europe International Business School in Shanghai, SDA Bakuni in Milan, ESCP-EAP Graduate School of Management in Paris, EADS Corporate Academy in France and Germany, and many more. He has supervised 13 doctoral students. Welcome, Gay. Hello, Mahesh. And uh, a very warm welcome to Lalit U2. Hi, Mahesh. Good to be back on this program with you and Gay this afternoon. All right. So we are all set for our discussion on, uh, on your popular book, Kindness in Leadership. Uh, let me come from a, a, a world of business, uh, in the life mm -hmm. which I live and which I've lived for more than three decades. Can I ask you, uh, how in a ruthlessly competitive world can a leader, if he can, be kind and survive? Is that a possibility? Can you start with you, Gay? Well, I certainly think it is, and I personally believe that kindness is a route to survival, and that actually uh, today's ruthlessly competitive world also very much needs, if it's going to survive, and if a business is going to survive, to be cooperative. And I think that leaders have to think hard what will make their businesses stand out, what will make their businesses places where commitment, engagement and the trust of employees can be there in order to both have a happier organization, which I personally believe is very important, and to compete in the marketplace. Because there has been research carried out, for instance, at the University of Michigan, which does show linkages between organizations that are compassionate and results at the bottom line. Lalit, do you agree? I, I would agree with Gay Mahesh, absolutely, because uh, let us see why we have such a ruthless world. We have a ruthless uh, world and a ruthless environment because everybody is busy trying to maximize their own interest and their own uh, uh, realizations in terms of uh, narrow, pro narrow objectives like profits or even if they are slightly more holistic, ultimately it all boils down to what is the focus of our decisions and actions. Now what kindness tells us is that first of all, one has to be, to, to, to really create good results and good impacts, you have to be uh, both ways. You have to act in a manner that it sort of serves the interest of everybody who is in the game. So from that perspective, I would think that kindness encourages collaboration, kindness encourages co-creation. As Gay said, kindness uh, promotes uh, uh, trust. And these, according to me, are some of the uh, building blocks of a healthy society and a healthy organization. And very clearly, the society is willing to reward organizations which tend to exhibit a more responsible behavior in the marketplace. I agree, Lalit. And I would even perhaps go so far as to argue 
that we need to find ways of making the world less ruthlessly competitive because a ruthlessly competitive world ultimately becomes rather dysfunctional um, both for people working in organizations and for the organizations themselves um, and I, I think businesses have to look hard at themselves and think both are we um, are we only in the pursuit of profits or are we as well in the pursuit of workplaces where people go home feeling fairly happy at the end of the day? I think uh, you, you bring in a very good point. Uh, uh, what, what I heard from both of you, uh, Gay and Lalit, uh, one important factor which came out is trust. Now, trust, uh, yes. yeah, and trust is the basic foundation of any business, any organization. And if you have to build trust with your customers, that's the ultimate piece of uh, uh, what you need that customers mm -hmm. trust you or your business partners. You have to build trust in your own organization. And to, to build a trust in your own, own organization, if a leader is kind, I personally feel that that will help him to create an environment of trust in the organization. Just by being kind, he'll be able to see eye to eye with his employees and employees with each other. And, and, and that kindness will allow people to build real relationships not those temporary relationships to get a task achieved or a project finished. And I think I think that trust amongst each other, which can come with kindness, will translate into trust with uh, the business partners or the customers. And I think that can help them even in larger profits in long run. So mm -hmm. I, I think uh, I, I'm, I'm building on um, what, what you and Lalit said, Gay, to me it seems like that kindness can drive to trust, trust can drive to more profits also. And as you rightly yes. said, if you are ruthless, you're dysfunctional. So you may not have sustainability of that business volume or profit on which you were focused by being ruthless. Indeed, indeed. And I think that in organizations where you trust your leader and your leader trusts you, um, this will encourage employees to come up with more of the ideas that they have and not just be uh, people who put into effect the ideas imposed on them by, um, by senior leaders. So I think that more creativity, more innovation uh, also flourish in an organization where uh, trust um, uh, exists. I, I remember one day uh, being in India and seeing um, Azim Premji, the head of Wipro, out having lunch with all his employees. And you could fa feel that they all trusted him that they all felt his kindness, that they were all willing to go and talk with him and he to talk with them. And that's the sort of uh, the strength of trust. And, Lalit? And that creates a good business environment as well as that helps the business to grow and achieve the business goals. Would you agree, Lalit, on that? Yeah, let's let's come down to a more uh, <clears throat> realistic level of uh, exhibition of uh, kindness. Uh, let us talk uh, for a minute about how the how the element of trust manifests in terms of our behavior and how does it promote uh, different kind of uh, effects that we have described in our about kindness in leadership. So let's take a let's take one of the uh, uh, most quoted uh, behavioral manifestation of kindness, and it's uh, treating others with respect. 
Now, when you treat your colleagues, when you treat your competitors, when you treat your uh, buyers and suppliers with respect, it tends to improve the depth of the relationship. It creates kind of self-confidence on both sides. Both sides uh, are, if it's a multi-party situation, multi-employee situation, then everybody feels more confident to express themselves. And we all know that open communications produced uh, some very good results inside the organization as well as in collaborative relationships. So just a very simple act of kindness in terms of treating each other with respect can produce a magical effect. Take another uh, manifestation of kindness and this time I will refer to the second most quoted uh, behavior which in a way reflects the element of kindness on the part of leaders and everybody else inside the organization and that is called caring and being responsive. Now when you communicate this idea, this feeling that we care for you, it produces, it invokes the best kind of behaviors and the best kind of contributions from all the employees. So this is what the, the, the kindness, just two simple words, respect and caring, and you can immediately see that how kindness is beginning to impact the behavior, the culture of the organization, the relationships, and then everything else follows in terms of uh, in terms of taking great decisions, making the organization more uh, resilient, and delivering uh, very good results to all the stakeholders, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So th that's that's what I think uh, is is what we need to be able to uh, demonstrate uh, in terms of the importance of trust, uh, the importance of kindness. I think another aspect of uh, kind behavior, um, which comes up many times in the book, um, is the um, ability to listen well, to listen well to what others are saying and to explain logically and carefully what you believe and to share information in a very transparent way. Um, Lalit, in his chapter, interviewed uh, business leaders uh, from around the world, many of whom had been on the Oxford Advanced Management and Leadership Program, and these were two of the other frequently mentioned kindness-based behaviors that came up strongly in his chapter. Ah, that, that's a very valid point. Uh, we are now going to take a short break and uh, we will continue our discussions in second segment. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480 294 6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. 
Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Is email an important part of your business? It is for us. That's why Voice America partners with MailJet. MailJet lets us create impactful newsletters and deliver them right to the inbox fast. Microsoft, MIT, and Avis trust MailJet for their emailing, and so should you. Go to MailJet.com and use the promo code VOICEAMERICA to start emailing for free today. Welcome back. You're listening to Global Business with Mahesh Joshi, and uh, we are having very interesting discussions today uh, with Gay Haskins and Lalit Johri from Oxford on a very interesting subject, which is the popular book by these authors called Kindness in Leadership. So Lalit, uh, let me start this segment with you. I want to capture... Coming out of your book, Kindness in Leadership, how can a leader figure out that how does the kindness affect performance of a leader? Normally all the leaders here are uh, KPI driven, you know, the goals and the key performance indicators, but this is such a vital subject, kindness. Actually, the leadership and kindness both are important. And uh, the conventional wisdom as far as leadership effectiveness is concerned, um, it's based on uh, quite a few aspects as far as the the, the leader is concerned. First of all, the leader must uh, create acceptability. The more acceptance, uh, the more uh, um, sort of positive image a leader creates, um, then more and more people are willing to listen, more and more people are willing to share the the purpose and the vision and the agenda of the leader. And that's what all good leadership is about, uh, you know, galvanizing and bringing a certain degree of convergence in, in the behavior and the contributions of the, of the um, various stakeholders inside the organization. Now, the key question here is that how does a leader create uh, acceptance? A leader, I mean, as we know that um, the most important thing here is that how credible is the leader? How authentic is the leader? And our research has shown that a leader stands to be seen in a more positive framework of mind by various stakeholders inside the organization, if these leaders are able to demonstrate kindness-based behaviors, and and as we mentioned in the first segment of this program, um, respect, caring, and communicating uh, with a personal touch, and we all know the importance of uh, personal touch in the communications, adopting a more human uh, approach. Uh, that's another very important manifestation of kindness. And as Gay said, listening intently and explaining in a very, very logical way. So um, purely in terms of how the leader approaches the various stakeholders, uh, using the kindness as the sort of... Uh, guiding principle of the behavior, uh, I feel that uh, it helps in establishing your credibility, it helps in uh, projecting and demonstrating your ideas in a very impactful way, and it also ensures that more and more people will come forward to collaborate with you and to cooperate with you so that 
the organizational uh, purpose can be achieved mm-hmm. i think um it's also um not um a very far it's not far fetched to think that organizations might begin to reevaluate their KPIs and the assessment tools that they use to evaluate uh, performance and to look at leadership qualities like um does the leader show kindness in what he or she does um does he or she show empathy compassion care and respect for others if these were these measures were used as metrics in um leadership assessment um then the value of kindness would be even more recognized in organizations than it is today because very few psychometric tests or metrics use kindness or compassion as one of the measures uh that they um assess and there is also um a tendency um to think at times that kind behavior is is weak behavior kind behavior is not weak behavior it doesn't mean that you give in to everybody and let them do as they want but it means that when you have to be uh strict or firm with somebody you are also fair it means for instance that you include all employees in your time you don't spend an excessive amount of time with one person rather than another it means also that in our days of global information sharing you are very very careful uh in what you write in your emails or your tweets on twitter because as we've all seen these can have a huge impact both for good i think that's a very critical point you bring up uh yes i think that um we really all need to think hard and perhaps it's an area where lalit or i should do some more research is on how do you demonstrate acts of kindness and um um kindness in a virtual world in a virtual environment um well as an example i received um on facebook today um a some information from a friend in australia um telling me that the fashion designer Stella McCartney a daughter of Paul McCartney the the Beatle had been um acknowledged uh as a kind organization you know she's a a a, a very very well known fashion designer and they particularly specified in this metric that she was singled out for kindness and i think that there are more and more things like this going on where leaders are being um singled out for kind and fair behavior there is a world kindness day around the world on november the 13th so i think kindness is becoming more and more to the fore but it shouldn't be mistaken for being weak as a leader i think that's a very brilliant point because many a times a strong leader being strong leader also acquires this trait of always depicting how strong he is and his behavior and habits show it but i've seen some of the very strong leaders with a high degree of conviction even in making tough decisions and getting things done are very kind 
And uh, my definition of kindness has expanded in the last 15 minutes of discussions with you, which is how much you are listening to others. That itself is an act of kindness. How willing you are to accept somebody's mistake and forget, uh, and forgive, sorry. And how you show gratitude to your own team or employees. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. And uh, I, I, I would personally share with you an example that uh, in one of my businesses uh, where we are having some issues, I got a performance feedback about an employee that he was below average. And uh, when I just invited him uh, to listen to him, and maybe for, after two hours of listening, when I allowed him to do what he wanted to do, suddenly he was a shining star within two weeks. Of giving that opportunity and then I realized that yes, he was committing mistakes and what did I tell him? The only thing I told him was if you go 51% correct, you're doing something right, so don't stop. Just keep doing things and, and you have the intellectual capability to do it. And here is an individual performer who relies on intellectual capabilities. He shows strong behavior to him, no empathy, no kindness. His creativity dies down. Yes. He doesn't take a risk. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. yeah, Mahesh, you mentioned a very uh, critical word, conviction. And our research has identified uh, uh, the belief structures. What are the beliefs? What are the convictions that uh, kind leaders uh, sort of hold in their mind or heart and which then becomes the basis for uh, for their kind acts. So, uh, one of, of, of such uh, beliefs, we have identified about eight beliefs and uh, one, of the, one of the beliefs is people are central to the success of any organization. So, I'm reminded of a very interesting uh, <clears throat> um, situation that was described during the course of research to me by one of the CEOs of the company. It was one of those uh, Friday evening, everybody was planning to have a great weekend and suddenly the, the, the CEO of the company, medium-sized company, uh, received a call from one of their uh, uh, employees and said that, look, my father has suffered heart attack and he's in uh, intensive care unit, but uh, my family doesn't have enough money to be able to take care of him and pay for the expenses. Can the organization take care of it? So um, CEO uh, thought about it and, and uh, obviously there was no provision in the company policies or books to be able to support uh, uh, if the parent of an employee uh, has to uh, you know, go through such emergency situation. <laughs> So um, the CEO said that uh, instead of saying no, I, 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 he said that let me, uh, he said that I told the employee that let me think about it. And he kept on thinking and thinking and thinking. And next day morning when uh, everybody was uh, having the weekend Saturday, he decided to call some of the senior leaders and he said that such and such thing has happened. How can we help our employee? So... Most of the senior leaders said that obviously this is an important situation uh, and uh, we need to respond. So they all decided to uh, create a little fund and contributed money uh, and their personal um, money and suddenly this organization created a new kind of a practice mm -hmm. and the practice was that the employee's father came back from the ICU. He was uh, recovering and then the CEO uh, decided that such an employee-based fund for meeting such emergency should become uh, an, an organization-wide phenomenon. So they, all the employees came together. They started to contribute uh, uh, to this fund on a monthly basis and the fund was uh, being... Uh, operated by the employees themselves and they had a criteria that who will get money and how much. So here is a very interesting situation that uh, the, the very thought 
of being kind to the employee on the part of CEO uh, resulted into a new kind of a innovation which in a way uh, overrode, which in a way uh, overcame uh, the, the limitation of the policies of the company and then it became a kind of uh, practice inside the company. So, so we have come across so many powerful stories where acts of kindness have actually brought in front of the organizations and leaders some very powerful lessons. And I think that what's particularly interesting about that story is that the CEO did not take a unilateral decision to set up this fund. No. no. He included his uh, team in the decision so that it became a shared decision Yes. And that's what drove it forward and that's what made it a success, I think, Lalit. Absolutely. And, and you know, Absolutely. He, he could have become a hero if he would have done himself and just taken a decision and move on, natural tendency. Yeah. Instead, as you rightly said, he got the team together, team decision. And what the team did was it created a culture of kindness in the organization. Instead of a person exactly. being kind, it's a culture you have uh, cultivated now. That's brilliant. Exactly. We are we're going to take a short break and uh, we'll continue our discussion on this exciting subject. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Is email an important part of your business? It is for us. That's why Voice America partners with MailJet. MailJet lets us create impactful newsletters and deliver them right to the inbox fast. Microsoft, MIT, and Avis trust MailJet for their emailing, and so should you. Go to MailJet.com and use the promo code VOICEAMERICA to start emailing for free today. You're listening to Global Business with Mahesh Joshi. And today we are in discussion with authors of the book, Kindness in Leadership. I have with me Gay and Lalit from Oxford. Uh, welcome back, Gay and Lalit. Uh, we were having a very interesting discussion yeah. in second segment. And Lalit, you had given an example about a leader, how he responded to the situation. Would you like to continue with that? Yeah, Mahesh, thank you. So. Um, our research showed that the word kindness does not appear very regularly and in a very explicit way in the uh, 
policy practice uh, templates of uh, organizations. However, there is a very strong evidence that the employees, the leaders of these companies are always involved in various acts of kindness, even though the the policies of the organizations uh, do not prescribe or do not uh, uh, sort of encourage, except that in some cases we did discover respect is a very important word. We saw kindness as a very explicit uh, word in the, in the institutional templates of hospitals and charities. Uh, but in the business world, uh, we found uh, that, that there were behaviors, kind behaviors, very strong demonstration of kind behaviors, as we saw in the case of the, the story that we shared uh, in the previous segment. So this, this sort of uh, creates a sense of optimism that uh, ultimately uh, deep in our uh, heart, um, the leaders do often um, override the policy restrictions and the and the and and the non-prescription of kindness, and then they engage in acts of kindness. You can see it on the part of uh, nurses. You can see it on the part of your general physician here, popularly called GPs. So they are such kind people. They sort of treat you with a lot of respect. They always. Uh, uh, sort of uh, go very deep into the conversation even though there are restrictions in terms of how much time a GP can spend with a patient but they are very very happy to ensure that the patients are put to a very high level of comfort and confidence so that's that's uh, something which is very encouraging I would say Yes and um, it's also encouraging uh, to see a number of uh, centers um, uh, rising up, um, for instance, uh, at um, Stanford University, there is a, a center for um, compassion, uh, started actually by a neurosurgeon. It does uh, uh, research on compassion and uh, altruism, and. Um, Perhaps uh, due to or linked to the activities of this center and others, there's a, a center at, at Harvard also, um, there are a number of organizations beyond hospitals that are espousing compassion as a value. Um, LinkedIn is one such organization. And then uh, there are a number of smaller organizations that also um, very much feature uh, kindness. We have in, in our book um, an example of a PR agency in Chicago, uh, Agency H5, which employs about 50 people. And it was started up by somebody who had worked with many of the larger PR companies. And she wanted to set up a company which was set up around the virtue of kindness. And if you read the epilogue uh, of our book, it's only two pages, so very easy for any busy leader to read. Uh, if you read that um, section by uh, Kathleen uh, Kenahan Henson, uh, you will um, find uh, how centered on kindness her organization is and how she feels that this kindness as a, as a real value is valued by customers and, and employees alike. So we do see that um, the number of organizations that value kindness and compassion um, is increasing, albeit, um, as uh, Lali says, that it is not very often a core value of um, an organization, except um, hospitals and some schools. Yeah, Gaze, also there is the um, other evidence that sometimes um, few leaders, I would imagine, 
create such toxic environments inside the company where um, all what counts is the, the sort of numbers and uh, financial performance and in these kind of situations uh, the respondents in the survey said that it becomes very difficult because the the leader uh, sets in such uh, interesting priorities which often become counterproductive in the medium and long term for the organization so so we do have lots of institutional barriers which can and leaders themselves uh, become the barrier to the demonstration of acts of kindness in in the organizations i think that's a very valid point uh to me it seems like in business environment many a times even if leader wants to behave one way the compulsions or the immediate issues in front of them pulls them away maybe you would have noticed the leaders either showing uh, no kindness or showing what you call bout of kindness so when they are doing introspection after that they are kind in the organization suddenly the pressure of number comes in they have a change behavior yes I think it's important also for leaders to think um, that they have to be kind to themselves. And um, today's uh, business environments are frequently extremely stressful, um, demanding long hours. Even even sort of uh, with people competing to say how many hours a week they work. Um, and I think that. Um, there is evidence to show that this is becomes at a certain point counterproductive and you become overstressed at work and this leads stress is a very big motivator of unkind behavior and that um people do need to take time or out for reflection um to look at the way they behaved and to um assess their behaviors in light of the extremely high commitments that their work is 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 making which may not be very productive in in reality yes and and that in a way gay uh, brings us to another uh, very important uh, point for discussion and uh, that is uh, is it possible to Uh, educate uh, leaders and employees inside an organization uh, to act with kindness and uh, our research has indicated that it is perfectly possible it's a teachable idea and uh, as you know that in oxford we'll be experimenting with a pilot uh, uh, program for senior leaders uh, in the coming months and 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 the whole uh, uh, sort of uh, framework for um, building a more greater appreciation for uh, the kindness as a concept a very important characterization of leadership will be that if we can nurture certain values which we have identified in the book that becomes the trigger for kind acts on the part of leaders so the education is fundamentally all about and nurturing um, the sort of system of values and beliefs mm-hmm. and, and then activating them uh, for the acts of kindness mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's a great subject london let's do this uh, let's take a short break and then after the break we'll continue our discussions on can the leaders be taught or can they train themselves uh, to be kind Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. Thank you. 
The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Is email an important part of your business? It is for us. That's why Voice America partners with MailJet. MailJet lets us create impactful newsletters and deliver them right to the inbox fast. Microsoft, MIT, and Avis trust MailJet for their emailing, and so should you. Go to MailJet.com and use the promo code VOICEAMERICA to start emailing for free today. Welcome back. You're listening to Global Business with Mahesh Joshi. We are having uh, very intriguing discussions with uh, Gay and Lalit from Oxford, authors of the book, Kindness in Leadership. Uh, some very important pieces have come out in the earlier sections uh, in segment one, two, and three. Uh, Lalit, before we took a break in our segment three, you, you were talking about how to train people on kindness and my question to you is how how can you share with our audience how can leaders train themselves to be kind know about kindness what it is and how to be kind yeah that's that's a great question again Mahesh thank you and uh, so <clears throat> I mean kindness is often also regarded as an important aspect of one's character. And uh, we have seen uh, in, in our book, we discovered that uh, uh, some of the very senior executives uh, had childhood experiences which enabled them to, to uh, think uh, from a more uh, kind perspective, from the perspective of being more kind. Uh, in order to mitigate some of the pains that they had experienced in terms of uh, racial discrimination when they were trying to relocate in another country which was completely different from the country from where they came. So, a little bit of, uh, and you used the term introspection in the previous segment, I like this word, simply because introspection helps us to improve our um, inner voice. The introspection is is such a robust uh, uh, cognitive activity of uh, all the leaders and human beings that it can definitely help us to uh, in a way sort of clean up and brush up our uh, the the internal structure of our behaviors and and the triggers for our behaviors. So that is one way through which uh, leaders can uh, become more kind. Then the other thing I would say is, uh, you know, we have, I mean, I I don't know, throughout my life, uh, I have been a recipient of kindness uh, from so many different people. I had very kind parents, I had uh, very kind uh, sisters and elder brothers, I had very kind teachers in my school, and uh, when I started to work, I st- again found out that there were so many uh, 
different uh, people with whom I worked, they were always kind. So often uh, we need to reflect on those experiences and how happy we were with and we were uh, on the receiving end of kindness. So all it takes is to ask a simple question. What if I were to act with kindness uh, towards my own colleagues and friends and employees, employees, then it will definitely be a good word. That, of course, is a more formal way of, uh, you know, transforming your uh, behavior, transforming your leadership approach, and that would be, to sign up for a, a program where um, you are talking about issues like, uh, is it possible to uh, measure that how kind a leader I am? Is it possible to nurture certain values, uh, certain triggers, which, which tend to make us more kind? So I would say uh, there are so many different uh, layers uh, through which one can go, a leader can go in order to become more kind. I I think you're quite right, um, Lalit. I think the um, underlying realization has to be that kindness begets kindness. And if you look at the, um, there's a a video on YouTube called The Kindness Boomerang. And it shows how one person fulfills an act of kindness to another, then they will fulfill an act of kindness to somebody else. And so the kindness really does boomerang. And I think it's also important to observe two other things about kindness in organizations and in leadership. One is that it's not just the leader at the top of the organization that is responsible for making it kind. Kindness can be something that comes from the bottom of the organization upwards. It can show in the way the reception staff in a company deal with you and are are kind to you. It can show in the way that catering staff uh, deal with, uh, with people in an organization. And it's not just um, something that's um, something for leaders at the top to aspire to, but for leaders at all levels, because everybody understands what uh, uh, kindness is. It's not. It's not a word that is difficult to understand. Like if you if you asked everybody in your organization, do you understand what cognitive skills are? They would probably say no. But if you ask everybody in your organization, do you understand what kindness is? They would probably say yes, if they were English speaking. And I think the other thing to remember with kindness is that kindness is um, a cornerstone of all the religions in the world. The idea of do to others as you would have them do unto you. And if it is such a key feature of religious and philosophical thinking, should we not therefore try to make sure that we put it in our own leadership, in our own organizations, whether they are public sector or private sector in their nature? Now, what now seems, seems that it's very doable for leaders to train and show kind behavior. And uh, I, I think you're right. Uh, as, as we start summarizing our discussion today, that the basis of many of the religions is most of them is kindness and kindness begets kindness it spreads as you gave an example also the the leaders in particular probably they want to be kind but the circumstances may be forcing them at times into unkindly behaviors so maybe then that becomes the challenge for them or an opportunity that in such circumstances, 
how they do not let go the kindness. And that could be a success factor because in large organizations where they have to deal with thousands of people, it will be very difficult for them to have a touch point or touch every employee, but their gestures of kindness will be seen and will be felt where they would be able to acquire respect for that and thereby generating trust in the leader and creating an environment of trust in the organization which translate into trust to the customers and vice versa and that ultimately meets even the business goals of if, if the business goal was a good revenue and, and a very robust bottom line of profit. So in a way what I see that kindness is a very important part of any leader's behavior which he should nurture to create success for himself or his organization or for his own country. Mm -hmm. And uh, before we close, uh, may I request uh, Lalit followed by Gay uh, to please provide your closing comments. So um, Mahesh, I completely agree with you on the, on the, um, the importance of uh, being kind and uh, I just had another uh, observation here although you mentioned about it that uh, kindness has been part of the human thought for ages you find the mention of kindness in most of the religious books uh, you find the mention of kindness in uh, history you you uh, you would read the stories of very kind uh, um, kings and queens uh, uh, who have uh, led their countries in the past so it is a perfectly valid proven way of behavior on the part of all the stakeholders in every organization perfect Thank you, Lalit. Gay, can I have your closing comments, please? Um, if I may, I'll just read um, a, very, a very brief section of the uh, final chapter of our book in which both Lalit and I and all the other um, authors were involved. And this is what it says. And it goes back to your idea of ruthlessness and chaos in the world today. We are living in a chaotic world characterized by competing interests and rising intolerance and impatience. Instead of coming together to solve problems, various constituents of our society seem to be drifting apart. As a result, the diversity and magnitude of the challenges we are facing are on the rise and there has been a steady erosion in the public's trust of organizations and their leaders. Kindness in leadership impacts people and organizations positively. Kindness as respect brings people together. It encourages discussion, teamwork, and collective problem solving. Kindness potentially holds a key to rebuilding trust in organizations. So let's all try to lead with kindness. Very well said, Gay. That's wonderful. Thanks for reading it out. So we're almost at the end of our program and uh, uh, fantastic discussions. It's been very enlightening and I myself learned a lot today in this discussion and I captured some words which probably I would like to practice. One of them was authentic leadership, the kindness, the respect, the compassion and how kindness is, is driving uh, a discussion, teamwork and better solutions to the same problems. So thank you so much for such an interesting discussion. And uh, wish you all the good luck for your already very successful book. Thank you so Thank much. You. Thank, Thank you, Mahesh. Have a Thank nice you, weekend. Gay. Yeah, you too.